listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. God, we thank you for this moment in time, for all that it is filled with, from the joy to the grief, the loss and abundance, all of it, God. We thank you. We thank you. How blessed are we that you would want us to have life and live it to the fullest and use it for your kingdom's glory, God each and every one of us. We pray that when the pressures of life become so overwhelming that we continue to look to you, that your will over our lives will be our guide, our solid footing. Give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's more than just a catchphrase, God. It is the truth. It's your truth. Transform our lives and make us whole. Day after day, every morning, we rest in your grace. We pray, Holy Spirit, allow us to shine your light in a world that is so dark. And yet it's so beautiful and magnificent and reflective of all that you create, all that you love, all that you promise. You have not given us a spirit of fear, truly not, but of power and of love and of sound mind, God. We rest in your clarity, your wisdom, your strength, your courage, your peace, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Psalm 103, verse 2 through 4, Christian Standard Bible. My soul, bless the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all our inequity. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from the pit and crowns us with a faithful love and compassion. Man, so beautiful. So beautiful. There are seasons in life where we can spend numerous hours of the day worrying and fretting over things that we have little or no control over. Our stomachs churn and our minds spin and our hearts hurt. And we can't seem to enjoy a beautiful spring morning or ride on our bikes because of the anxiety we're experiencing or the what if that we're anticipating. And some of us too can be so accustomed to feeling this way that we don't even realize how much it's impeding our boldness, our boldness for his kingdom, our energy, our focus. We don't see how much it impacts our earthly relationships and ultimately our relationship with God. But man, we have a remedy for this ache of anxiety and that's Jesus Christ and that is so true. And I'm learning too, like even in the midst of anxiety, you can be absolutely joyful and have things going great and beautiful and be in a very good place with the Lord and still have an anxiety over a situation. And remember, that's just a piece of a situation. That is not of God. So really, what if we allow our thoughts to seek Jesus constantly? We can pray. We thank God sincerely for the gift of communion with him. We can peacefully approach walking throughout the day confident in God. We can rest in his unending, unchanging character. We can trust in his power and we believe in his word. And so instead we're overcome with hope and Holy Spirit's very presence and it'll wash over that worry and fear. Mark 4 verse 40, Passion Translation. Then he turned to his disciples and said to them, why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? So I can hear Jesus lovingly say, why are you afraid, oh, you of little faith? You can hear that and a reminder that, oh my goodness, God, no, I love you, I trust you. It was after he said those words to his disciples back then too, that he rose and rebuked the very winds and sea and there was a great calm. Wow, that is a gift 
from him. We can learn to find that same calm by faith amidst the waves of sin or the midst of storms of emotion that's raging in our hearts or anything of a regret over decisions we might make without first seeking him 100%. And even though it seems impossible, there is hope and there is comfort to be found. Oh, my friends, I truly know this, like my own experience, our experience. We know that we're not alone in anything that we face, good or bad, because there's beautiful things too that can cause us angst, right? It's not any surprise to God. And when we have given our lives to Jesus as our risen Savior, He is with us in every tragedy and every celebration because He loves His children. Psalm 103, verse 6 through 9. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. You unveiled to Moses your plans and showed Israel's sons what you could do. Lord, you're so kind and tender-hearted, and so patient with people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river, overflowing its banks with kindness. You don't look at us only to find our faults, just so that you can hold a grudge against us. Wow. Remember that. He does not look at us for our faults to reprimand. He does not hold a, you know, a grudge against us. He forgives. He rebukes, corrects lovingly and walks us through it and helps us and makes us face the things we should not have done that go against his very will. But he's there waiting on the other side for us to grow through that. And it's by Holy Spirit's wisdom that we know we're not failures because it's a struggle, aware of God's calm in our storms. So you're sort of floundering around when you, and you see a life raft. So you're struggling, but there he is calm in the storm. It's an age old challenge really for all God's people. It's decades, centuries, millennia. <laughs> the Lord told Joshua even, who was such a valiant leader for Israel. He followed God fully to not be afraid. So there's no judgment in being afraid and anxious either. It's just that we need to seek God when we're surfing through those emotions and surfing is like surfing right remember that with christ nothing is impossible he is so able when we understand that we are weak and learn how to look to christ and cling to him we get to experience that calm wash over us in anything matthew 8 24 through 26. Suddenly a violent storm developed with waves so high that the boat was about to be swamped. Yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. The disciples woke him up saying, save us, Lord, we're going to die. But Jesus reprimanded them. Why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? Then he stood and rebuked the storm saying, be still. And it instantly became perfectly calm. I think each of us have moments and repeated moments because life is like that, isn't it? It's an ebb and flow. That's why he's our water, our source. Thoughts and feelings come like waves on the sea. They seek to capsize us. You know, when these thoughts and feelings flood our hearts and minds, really like water in our little boat, right? Without the plug in the bottom. We can barely keep our eyes on Jesus, but we must. And on our own strength, we'll be so afraid to face a new day, troubled with thoughts and feelings, like a strange sense that... Like there's a sea monster, you know, when you're swimming in a lake and it's black and you're a kid and you're like not sure what's at the bottom, circling around waiting for a moment for this monster to emerge from the depths and ruin your day. You know, our struggle with the idea that even having anxious feelings or thoughts means we're failing and that we are a failure. And that's not true. It's just that we need to really get to a place where it's absolutely intentional that that anxiety is surrendered to Jesus. Take heart. 
You know, Jesus teaches us that we will have trouble in this world. Little trouble like the lawnmower wants start and epic trouble like we've lost a job and don't know where to turn. You know, each day will have enough trouble of its own interactions with people who are facing the same types of troubles, right? And not only will the world itself bring us trouble, but we have trouble residing within us because even when we believe and know Jesus Christ and accepted him as our Lord and Savior, our human nature remains. Our sinful nature, our temptations, our human identity of ourself, the identity we have allowed others to plant in us throughout our lifetime, which is not our identity in Christ. So we don't have to go far to find trouble, really. Like trouble is within, trouble is without. But he's with us in it. I know by experience again, too, that it's enough to make anyone anxious when you start playing it over in the movie that is your mind, right? And there's hope. Is there any hope? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. If you are in Christ, he is in you. You are in him. It's it's a full circle with the Trinity, with God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. Because he lives inside of us, there will be calm within. That is the truth. The truth of God and his word is not only ours, really like humongous anchor in the storm. He is actually the calm in the storm. So he holds us in it, but he washes over us with it. Psalm 103, verse 1, King James Version. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Throughout the Psalms, too, um, I like the Psalms. I mean, many of us do. And often they're the most read, I suppose. But it's really cool to look at different Bible translations of them. And it's, uh, it's so true that David, he set such an important example for us then and throughout and now and in the future as he instructs his own soul to praise the Lord and bless his name. David reminds himself to not to forget who his God is. That is our God, the very same God today as 2,000 years ago. And although he's so aware of his own sin and David's aware of his weakness, rather than worry, he is worshipping the Lord of heaven and earth. He's worshipping him, singing, praising him, thanking him. Psalm 96 Verse one, go ahead, sing your new song to the Lord. Let everyone in every language sing him a new song. Everyone in every language sing him a new song. That's so global. That is so global. That goes beyond our backyard gate and our city streets. Everyone in every language. So pick up the Bible this week and learn how to train your hearts and minds in the storm. In fact, really, like, the way to care for our hearts is by caring for our minds, because it's all tied together with him, isn't it? We have to keep our minds fixed on the very truth of God's word. So daily, read the Bible daily. A paragraph, a complete book, a verse, a chapter, any moment that you can get into the word. When we do, he will so begin to experience that calm of Christ just by reflecting our thoughts into his word. The most effective powerful tool I think for anxiety this is my experience is getting the word be so grateful for every single moment even the storm because the storm is about to produce something on the other side of it and praise praise him praise him just thank him out loud for everything that is within your line of sight in that moment when we feel it coming on that wave of anxiety <clears throat> and begin to think about the possibility of what's going to happen on the other side of it it's something that I tend to do if I've really done something that I think is a mistake uh, and it overwhelms me so I'll play it over and over and think of the what ifs and what's going to happen down the line 
that's taking my eyes off Jesus. And that's being like Peter floundering on the walking on water situation, isn't it? So nip that in the bud, like literally. We want to immediately stop and bow down to him. Just stop. Note to self, stop. Say Jesus out loud. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And bow down to him. Sometimes um, when I'm grappling with stuff, which is, again, like I said, sometimes it's the good news that you're going to buy a house for people, right? But that still causes anxiety. It's not always the terrors and traumas of life. When things are overwhelming and we face waves of anxiety, I have a few different things that I try and do. And Psalm 100, verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. So yeah, again, bow before him. Bring all of your cares to him. Lay them at his feet. Humble Humble yourself before him. Honor him as God. He knows it all, but he wants us to surrender it to him. He can handle it all. Oh my goodness. I mean, he created the very universe and galaxies and all things. He can handle what we're going through. Bring him your heartache. Bring him your family, your finances, your actual day, your marriage, your friendships, your future, every aspect of your life. Take it to the cross and sit with him, holding it up to him. He knows what is best. He works all things out according to his wise and loving will. It always is that on the other side of the storm. Cast all of our cares upon him, truly believing that he cares. That's right out of the Bible. That's scriptural. He is able. He cares for each and every one of his creations. So as we're facing our day in anxiety, let's not forget he cares for each and every one of his creations, whether we know them or like them or not, <laughs> whether they're in our vicinity or circle of friends or family or whether there's somebody that we don't get along with out and about. He cares for each of his creations so deeply. And that should actually be a celebration because that means no matter what you've done, he cares for you deeply and always will. Psalm 106 verse 1 through 3. Hallelujah. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Who can declare the Lord's mighty acts or proclaim all the praise due to him? How happy are those who uphold justice and who practice righteousness at all times. Wow. <clears throat> I think, too, that you can picture yourself. Picture yourself standing steady in the boat, right? Like braced and offload your angst. Humbly hold up each thought each word, give it to God. Take your worry, your anxiety, your fear, your unbelief, your anger. Imagine them as sandbags, right? Everything that's weighing down the little boat and confess it to the Lord and throw each and every one overboard and let them fall to the bottom of the ocean. Man, that is his grace, that ocean, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And worship him, worship him, fix your eyes on him. Take your eyes off of the situation, off yourself. Stop looking in the mirror at the turmoil. Set your eyes securely upon him and enter his gates with a thankful heart. Come into his very presence with praise for each and everything. Praise for the thought that you can go to him. If you have nothing tangible to praise him for, praise him for the very fact that you can converse with him, that you can say his name out loud, that you can pray, that you have a thought that is with him. That is just, just as tangible as thanking him for the roof over your head, right? Thank him from the bottom of your heart because he knows the truth and worship him in the spirit of holiness. Thanking him and praising him. All powerful, all in control. He has us <clears throat> in the palm of that mighty hand. <clears throat> My goodness, it's kind of cold in here and I'm 
chesty, but very grateful to be here with everybody tonight. So grateful. Philippians 4, verse 5 through 7. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to the Lord. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I needed to hear that right now. Thank you. So as we head out into the week ahead, you know, kind of like heading out to sea, really, like, yeah, take a moment to practice taking these truths to heart. Turn to Psalm 96 in the Bible and bow down before him. And if you're not able to bow literally, you know, humbly bow before him in your heart because he knows our hearts. So bow to him. He is God. He loves us each with a love that knows no bounds. Philippians 4 verse 9, do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. Thank you, God. Wow. Holy Spirit. He gives us the courage to trust God with the things that are causing chaos in our life rather than trying to control them on our own merit and ourselves because his ways are higher than our ways. We can choose to surrender control knowing that his way is far greater or we can hold tight to it and flounder. Thank you, Lord. What a gift he gives us, that gift of choice. True peace is the conviction that says, I cannot find peace within myself, but I find it in Jesus Christ. So choose to put your trust in Jesus. It's repeated message because he tells us to. He repeats the message. It might sound redundant and we speak of it week after week. There is only one way and that way is Jesus. Psalm 31, verse 14 through 16. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me, deliver me. Let your face shine on your servant and save me in your unfailing love. Wow. I want to encourage you and each of us today. I'll encourage Mike and myself to encourage us all to surrender what we're trying to control to God and trust him with the very present moment that we're facing as each moment changes throughout the day. Seek him. Seek him. Know he loves you. Know he forgives you. Know that he trusts you with his kingdom's purpose. Wow, God, we honor you. We love you. We are so grateful for days like this gathering. These times are strange, God, but you've never left us. We are gathered. We're gathered virtually right now. We'll gather again outdoors. We'll gather again in your church, your building. But we, the church, gather here. And we're grateful for each and every moment that we can share together. It's all in your hands. You know what's going on. You know that we're doing this via media. Just like you know we're going to talk about you and be with you in our kitchen. So thank you. You're ever-present, God. Yes, Lord, we recognize and acknowledge that your ways are so much higher than ours. Yes, Lord, humbly we come. We choose to trust you in this season and the seasons that you lay out ahead of us. Oh, thank you. Yes, we pray hope. We pray healing. We pray deliverance. We pray love and rejoicing. We rejoice in you, God. We pray salvation and for salvation of those we love who don't know you yet. Salvation for those who've walked away from you, God. Salvation. We pray that over your nations worldwide, God. That is revival. We pray for it. We pray forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. 
To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.